Hello, my name's Florence. Welcome to the OBS pod. I'm an NHS obstetrician, hoping to share some thoughts and experiences about my working life. Perhaps you enjoy Call the Midwife, maybe birth fascinates you, or you're simply curious about what exactly an obstetrician is. You might be pregnant and preparing for birth. Perhaps you work in maternity and want to know what makes your obstetric colleagues tick, or you want some fresh ideas and inspiration. Whichever of these is the case, and for that matter, anyone else that's interested, the OBSPOD is for you. Episode 37. Resolutions. It's New Year, 2021. And at this time of year, many of us make resolutions. We believe we can do better. Now is our chance. At the back end of the year, the Ockenden Review was published, or should I say the preliminary report, as it's the emerging findings of 250 cases. There are many, many more under investigation. The review is led by Donna Ockenden, whom I've had the privilege to work with at the London Clinical Network and whom supported me immensely in trying to pioneer the importance of women's experience of maternity care rather than just the clinical outcomes. The review is difficult reading. It echoes many of the previous reports into maternity safety, such as Kirkup and Each Baby Counts. Many of the immediate and essential actions are familiar ones. A report of this type is extremely important. It's important for us as maternity staff to take on board what's happening, to think about how we can do better and to adopt the many recommendations. But a report of this nature can also prove divisive, splitting opinion of the very professionals that need to work together to improve care. This is not helped by external comment. For example, the comments by Jeremy Hunt along the lines of it's time to stamp out the normal birth ideology, which says there can be a debate or compromise about the total importance of a baby's safety, which should always be paramount, are unhelpful. One of the first things you learn as a doctor in obstetrics and gynaecology is that although it's difficult, one should always put the mother before the baby. Always resuscitate and treat the mother first. Are we in danger of overlooking this? Obviously, a mother will always want to do what is best for her baby. But the art of maternity care is often to try and find the balance, the sweet spot between the care of the baby, the unborn, and the care of the mother. Normal birth, physiological birth, whatever you want to call it, is what our bodies are designed to do. Yes, sometimes we can do a better job than nature through our use of medical knowledge and intervention. But we can also do harm through our interference causing increased intervention with an increase in maternal morbidity and mortality is not the answer. We're in a worrying situation where many women are already extremely fearful of birth 
we see this through the increased numbers asking for a planned caesarean without medical indication. I've also read in the paper about an increasing number of women free birthing, birthing at home without medical attendance. This is underpinned by a lack of trust in the safety of maternity services and being treated as an individual, their wishes respected and them and their baby being cared for as they would want to be. Recent years have seen maternity services overwhelmed with initiatives, a reduction in preterm birth, a maternity transformation programme, Each Baby Counts, Matt Neo QI Quality Improvement, all very laudable programmes with aspirational aims. But this has led to maternity services and maternity service leaders feeling under incredible pressure, with no more resource but numerous programmes to participate in, demonstrate improvement through. It's difficult to square the circle. Yes, we need to escape from the cognitive dissonance, stop clinging to the idea that there's nothing wrong and start thinking how we would design a maternity service if we started from scratch or if we accept that there are problems within our services. But it's not that straightforward. It's sad to read that kindness and compassion are top of the Ockenden Review. How are we still all working in a system where this needs to be said? We're now five years on from the publication of the National Maternity Review, Better Births. And we're midway through implementation of continuity of care amongst other initiatives. Continuity of care should be key. If one gets to know the pregnant women one's caring for and likewise the woman gets to know her midwife, inevitably staff are more invested in the outcomes for those women. I've seen it myself firsthand. It's not that we don't care about other women we look after that we may meet only once. But that inevitable relationship building does have an impact, however unbiased we think we are. And however much we think we're caring for women, if we know them, we've seen them multiple times, it's inevitable that they may receive better care. And there's abundant evidence to show that continuative care does improve clinical outcomes as well as softer things like need for pain relief in labour. But even continuity is difficult. Continuity with the purest models demonstrated via research sit on one hand and Department of Health NHS targets sit on the other with midwifery managers caught in the middle trying to introduce a sustainable, affordable model, meet those targets, deliver better outcomes for women, but also work in a way that the workforce can sustain. Let's not forget that many midwives are young women themselves, also having their own young families. They may work part-time. They have other commitments. It's not as straightforward as it may seem. A team of eight midwives 
whole time may rapidly become a team of 12 if some of them are part-time. So finding models that work for women but work for midwives is more of a challenge than at face value. Let's not forget that some of the pilot schemes of individualised, personalised midwifery care commissioned by the NHS for alternative providers such as one-to-one midwives collapsed into receivership and neighbourhood midwives pilot in northwest London equally shut down with day's notice, leaving women and midwives bereft. There aren't easy answers. We can't change the system single-handedly. To try and do so and feel responsible for so much is a recipe for heroism and burnout. But as individuals working in maternity, we can improve our own behaviour, our own practice. Since I started work on maternity experience, MATX, back in 2014, the emphasis for me has always been to encourage action. And therefore, I thought I would kick off the new year in my podcast thinking about maternity resolutions. My own personal resolution is to keep going with this podcast and hope that by doing this in my own small way, I might spread ideas, encourage maternity staff to reflect on their practice, change what they're doing, start a dialogue with other colleagues. And what am I hoping that pregnant women are going to receive? I guess I'm hoping that there's some transparency the mystery of obstetrics, the advice they're being given by doctors, made a little bit more intelligible with an honest obstetric opinion and a view of what their options are. Therefore, for my first zesty bit of 2021, I'd like you to think about your own set of maternity resolutions. Perhaps it's personal adoption of the RCOG Five Times More joint campaign. I've put a link in the programme notes. Listen, remove barriers to communication. Check you're providing clear information. Provide access to detailed documentation. Be a champion. Or perhaps the Matex heart values appeal to you. This was crowdsourced six key words for maternity care. Choice, kindness, language, respect, dignity and compassion. And you can read more about that in the link to the blog, the Matex Heart Values, that I've enclosed in the programme notes. Maybe as a pregnant woman, you could get involved in your local maternity voice partnership Share your views on what works and what doesn't. Help co-produce and improve your local maternity service. Or perhaps you want to help other pregnant women who are going through a system that you've already been through. Maybe through peer support, support with infant feeding or local mother and baby groups. Whatever you choose, 
know that your action counts. Together we can make a difference, however small. Let's at least try. Let's try and make a report that starts with the need for basic compassion and kindness, a thing of the past. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of The Obs Pod. Feel free to contact me on Twitter at FWMaternity or at The Obs Pod to ask me questions, give me topics for future episodes or let me know what you think. It's absolutely fantastic when you get in touch. I really enjoy reading your comments. As usual, I've tried to include in the programme notes some extra reading about this particular topic, both for professionals working in maternity care and for pregnant women using services. I'd like to reassure you that although I'm talking about my experiences working in maternity care, I take confidentiality very seriously and do not give any personal information about any of my patients. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to recommend the OBSPOD to friends or colleagues and please do leave me a review on whichever podcast directory you find my episodes. Many thanks for listening.